In today's video, I want to break down the whole idea of this niche, really, really help you dial that in, in a way that might be oversimplistic on some of the stuff you've done before, but highly effective. Like if by the end of this video, it hasn't given you clarity on what niche you should be in and what you should be doing with your time and your energy and your focus and the direction of your business, then I have absolutely failed as a coach and as a guide here. So. You can let me know if by the end of the video you're like, this sucked, leave it in the comments, leave a thumb down. But if you do like this video, the only cost of admission is a thumb up, subscribe, like this video, and in the comments, let me know what landed. That's the only cost of admission. Other than that, this is free. A lot of people overcomplicate this. Now, I'm not talking about your client avatar. That comes after this. Your client avatar is going to be kind of some questions and some details you're going to fill out about your perfect client to make it a little bit more real. That's not what we're talking about. If you do want to talk about that, let me know in the comments and I'll film a video for you breaking that down. Most people have done the avatar, but they're not entirely certain or clear on their niche. We've worked with over a thousand clients and I know this is a big problem because they get hung up on their niche and they keep changing it every three months because they're working externally first, not internally first. And this will all make sense in a second here. Now, I also want to say a quick warning here is I, I deal with the niche a little bit differently is I, I really believe that you are your brand. No one can steal that. And so if you want to remain a little bit more generic or general on what it is you do, that's fine if you're willing to personally brand down and really get niche in the way that you brand yourself, like really get specific. Some people they're like, oh, I want it to be less personality or less brand driven. So I'm going to razor niche down on the person and the problem I solve and get so specific that there's just a really small audience for it. And I'm going to cap capture a large market share of that. I'm going to really enter that and just, you know, take it over. That's fine. But I find most people that feels very limiting to them. And I don't want to fight against that feeling. A lot of people do that. They're like, well, it didn't feel right, but I did it anyway. And then they're like, they hate their business because they don't like the niche they're in, but they just did it because somebody told them to. That's not the direction we're going. This is going to be really, really simple, uh, by the way. So first thing we're going to put here is I'm going to go passion slash love. That's what I always start with. If you're good at something, which you are at something. We're all horrible at things. You should see me cook, but I'm really good at a few things. If it comes to like marketing or sales, designing a business, creating an offer stack, anything in this world, creating financial structure and like really understanding how the money flows through your business. This is my jam. I'm going to do this 12 hours a day. You ask me to like cook an egg and I'll get a failing grade on that. I don't even know how to turn the oven on half the time. Like, like the stove, like I'm literally incapable of doing that. I'm good at a couple little things. I'm excellent. I'm actually in my zone of genius on what we're talking about here. And I'm average, if not bad at most things. You're great at something. Now, here's the funny thing. My first client for business, I was running a business at the time. They worked with me for maybe like six months. I think I was charging like $250 a month. This is like seven years ago. Someone asked me, hey, you're marketing, like you're, you're really killing it. Would you be willing to teach me? And I was like, yeah, okay, 250 bucks a month. I so undervalued what I was doing because I didn't think I was that great at this because it just came naturally to me. I'll walk into a restaurant, I'm instantly 
calculating this, this, uh, how many people, what are the meals, how many reservations, what's each meal cost, how could they upserve, how are the waiters, how are the servers doing? Like I'm always thinking, how could they market this thing better? What are the numbers running through this place? What do I think their margins are? What do, you th what do I think their profits? I can't help it. That's how my brain works. And so I massively devalued what I was doing. At the time I was in fitness and I was good at fitness, but it wasn't like excellent. When I was excellent at this and I didn't see it until someone else pointed it out, said, you're really good at that. You could probably build something around it. And then we did and we built a ridiculous business, 100K months, all of that in the marketing world because that was my zone of genius. I just didn't see it. And most people will combat this for the rest of their life because it just comes natural to them. And what I found was when something was easy for me because I was trained in the work hard mentality, if it's not hard work, you know, you, you, like you're, you're stealing, I just felt guilty. There's like a lot of songs that have that lyric of like, if you wanna make honest money, you will get your hands dirty. Very blue collar mentality, that's the world I come from. I worked on the oil fields for six years, like hard work in freezing temperature or boiling temperatures. And so when I got into business, it's like when I was hiring people and I was working less and making more, there was this guilt. But if something comes naturally to you and you're really great at it and it doesn't feel like work and you're just flowing and it feels enjoyable, you should get paid a lot for it because you're probably very effective at helping people with it. That is your zone of genius. I don't know much about sports, but Michael Jordan, like he got paid a lot for basketball. Same human being, if he was building homes, he may not have been paid as much because it wasn't his zone of genius. It wasn't his like, it's not what he was built for. And so I really want you to spend a lot of time on this because a lot of people are off a few degrees or a lot of degrees on this. They're doing something that they're just good at and they're doing it because of these two other factors, which we'll cover in a moment. Let me know in the comments if that rings true and if you're gonna switch something, what are you the world's, what could you be the world's best at because you love it so much, you're willing to put the time in. Let me know in the comments, we're gonna move in from this one. Uh, next here, we'll put skills. We could put experience. We could put, you know, what are you good at? What are you great at? Like what, what, I'll just put, what are you good at? Now here's what I wanna be really, really careful. What is your skill set? What's your experience? And what are you good at? These things will dictate how much you can charge off the bat. I never want to be the guy that says, ah, if you're not that great at it, but you love it, just charge a premium for it. You may have to start doing some grunt work to go from good to amazing, to go from little experience to a lot of experience, to go from few skills to many skills. I just want to be real with that. It doesn't mean you can't start a business if you have few skills, if your experience is somewhat and you're just good at it. Because put in a year's work and you'll be great at all of this. But I do believe you should have some skill set. I do believe you should have some experience and I do believe you should be at least good at it. Or else you probably don't enjoy it in the first place because you wouldn't put time into it. Now because of your passion and your love, you'll get great at it and you'll get experience with it. Now I'm saying you might not want to be charging 25 grand for your first client because they're going to be massively disappointed. But if it's on the lower end and if you're okay putting some grunt work in or maybe even working for free to build the experience and the skills, you will become great at it. So I really want you to think of that. Okay. And, and these two I find, we've worked with over a thousand clients, so I see this all the time, is their passion, their love is typically they're good at it because they're naturally great at it and they have experience in it because they would do it whether they're getting paid for it or not. So they're building experience and they have skill set in it. 
This is where a lot of people go wrong as well. Where's the money? We have to get paid. If we don't get paid, we're running a charity. We're not going to run much of a business. And I've seen a lot of people do something they love and something they have a skill at, but they build a product, they build an offer, or they enter a space where they want to sell high ticket coaching, but it's a low ticket coaching space. It's a membership type space, which is why we have another video on here that breaks down all the different models. You don't have to be married to one. We run memberships. We run low ticket, mid ticket, high ticket offers. We run courses. We have everything because we want to be able to enter something and whatever the market wants at that given time. And it does actually fluctuate. There's a pendulum that swings. I've seen it swing a few times. We have something to offer our people. Uh, we also did a video on the relationship building stages. So cold, warm, hot, or like from curious to like building a relationship to committed. Definitely check that video out as well. It'll help supplement this video. But what I'm getting at is we got to make sure that the money's at it. Now, how do we know if there's money at it? Are other people doing it and are they successful in it? If you could check that box, it's probably a good box. And here's where you're going to, or it's probably a good direction you're headed. And the limiting factor is going to be how you structure your client avatar, which if you want a video on that, you can also let me know and I'll do a video for you. Really understanding who we're talking to because how and who you talk to is going to define the purchasing power. And if we're talking to people who don't have the purchasing power to buy the thing you want, then you're going to be frustrated eternally because no one's ever going to buy it. It's not that your product sucks. It's the person we're talking to and it has nothing to do with niche. Cool. What do you love? Let me know in the comments because Typically, 95% of the time that I've done this with someone one-on-one, -on -one, they've been shying away from it. And then once they actually confront it and say, this is what I love, and they fully jump into it, they become super successful because they build skills faster, experience faster, they're great at it, they build it faster, and the money comes because they shine, they, they embody, they embody it instead of trying to just chase the money or working from a purely intellectual place saying, well, this is kind of my skills and this is what I did in my career. And so I guess I'll just enter this niche because that's what I'm done my whole life. You can transmute, you can transfer some of those skills into a passion love. I worked blue collar my whole life. I built things with my hands and I engineered things and I had to, you know, on the oil fields, you had to fix things with very few tools and very few things and you had to get very creative. Guess what I do now? I go into people's businesses and I look at it and we get very creative on how to fix things, sometimes with limited resources, limited time, limited people, and we exponentially grow it. Same skill set, but I didn't stick to like doing blue collar stuff. Stuff. You get the point. I hope this helps. I hope this just at least gets you thinking on which one of these am I not focused on? Most people, it's honestly this. For other people, it's this. Very few people, it's this, because if this is here and this is here and you fully attack it and you're willing to do whatever it takes, then typically you build your skills, you build your experience, you, you dive into the books, you do whatever it takes to get great at it, the best at it eventually. And then eventually I got a little happy face here because then you're happy because you're making money, you got a business you love and everything is hunky dory. You will have problems. I have more problems now with the businesses we have than when I was just starting out, but I love the problems because the problems mean growth. So I'm not saying you're gonna be problem free. You're always gonna have a problem in business, but you're gonna be doing it with a smile because you do what you love. Hope that helps. 
Like this video, subscribe to this channel. If you did like it, let me know in the comments. That's the only cost of admission. What'd you get from this video? And what I'm also gonna do is I'm gonna leave some videos here and here and here and here for your viewing pleasure. Anything that I think will help amplify the video you just watched and give you more value, do check them out. If we can help or serve you in any way, www.lucasrubix.com. We got some really cool stuff on the website, so do check it out if it is of interest to you. And with that said, I'm gonna get out of here. Peace.